The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yeah, and rain. Is this stuff going to stop? And we got great soccer on. Really? If there is such a thing. Hey, let's do this. It's a Tuesday on the Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And the Blitz is on for a Tuesday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe with me, Fred Fowler. The Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, the short-timer. Aaron Rabel, the Voldemort. Do you want to get in today? 713-780-ESPN, your number, 713-780-3776. can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like. You're good to go. There's Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A.J. is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. And you can watch us on Twitch. You know the number for that. And it's a Tuesday. Usually everybody's in a bad mood and... Frankly, with the weather, I wouldn't blame you. But you know what? We're not we're not doing that today. It's going to be nice and have fun and just roll right along. What's happening, Hoffman? Sports and stuff, man. What's going on with you? Soccer. Just watching soccer oh, today. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and actually, I will be on Soccer Matters tonight at 8 o'clock. At oh, O'Connor's. you're hosting. No, I'm, I'm just jumping in with Glenn for a couple segments. So uh, I'm assuming we'll talk soccer. So I've been doing my... Well, that's what he tends to do. been doing my research here for a couple of days. So... Uh, um, Looking forward to it. So we'll be out at Hugh O'Connor's, and uh, if you're in the area, come by and say hello. Because I got to get, I'm going to get there probably. I don't know what takes 20 minutes from here tops. So I'll be there before then, hanging out for a little bit. Um, want to start with your Astros bullpen last night? Because I, I have a question for you. Okay, you know your your two most reliable arms aren't available last night. Yep, and you're on a six man rotation. And you got a pitcher who's thrown five shutout innings and throws 40 miles an hour. I don't understand why you take him out. Because you're going to need every inning, even though it's the Orioles. You're really going to trust the B-Lacks of the world to close this thing out? It doesn't feel good, does it? No. Uh, and, you know, I don't get too much into criticizing managers because, frankly, they don't do a lot. But when they do things that kind of mess up your bullpen, it, you notice it. And, I mean, that's just a game they shouldn't lose. I mean, really, it isn't. I mean, it's, well, it's certainly against a team that they shouldn't be losing to. I, I mean, but you're going to lose those games, and we talked about it before the before the game happened. We said, listen, when when you're a minus three fifty favorite, yeah, that's that's when the Astros historically tend to lose. Yeah, and I mean, and if I were a bold man, I would have, uh, I probably would have bet on the Orioles, but you were not so bold. No, no. that's all right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's just. I, I think, and, and again, a regular season, you don't get too worried about this. And at some point, maybe they get guys like Baez back. Maybe Joe Smith comes back healthy. I heard Creighton talking about this last night. And it's like you got, you know, Smith was out there pitching hurt. Paredes was out there pitching hurt. Maybe one of those guys comes back and is effective. And maybe Baez comes back and is effective. And it helps a lot. But in the interim, I just kind of feel like you should do things to shorten having to use those guys. Yeah, And I, I just felt like, you know, five innings is all you're going to ask Grinky to do when he's on a six-man rotation and he hasn't given up anything? Well, he gave up some. I mean, he gave up three runs. It wasn't It wasn't like he was sharp either. No, but, 
I mean, that's how he is. I mean, you he's you can throw him seven innings and he's gonna keep battling. He's out there battling. Yeah. And I don't know, it just it didn't make a ton of sense to me. But you know, what do I know about it? I'm just uh I mean they got a they got an inning out of scrub a dub. Yeah. And I believe and, and see to me, every inning you get out of a guy like that is a bonus. Well, yeah. And I think he even uh I believe he lowered his ERA. <laughs> uh, that that dropped him down to seven point oh seven. So that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, there's that. He was at seven point six two. He and, shaved and, a half a point off that ERA last and night. And I, I don't. I, and you know, I know Granky gave up the two runs in the fifth, but that's he, he battles, man. That's what he is. He's not. You know, he's going to throw the same way in the sixth that he did the first five innings. And you got to trust the guy a little bit. I mean, to get you more than five, I think. And it's only ninety six pitches. I mean, is that what we're? Is that our standard now? Under hundred. I I don't know what their standard is for him. I don't I I don't know his routine. But what I do know is, I mean, until it was basically. So there's that in that game. When you look at the final score, and it's nine to seven. That game didn't play like a nine to seven game. No, I mean it was it was three to two or or like for most of the game. And right, they score eight runs in the ninth inning, but there, it was a close ball game. But the like my bigger frustration. I mean, obviously the the bullpen continues to stink, but the, the bigger frustration to me was how come they're not hitting these guys? Why aren't they, this? These are not good pitchers. Well, what, were they zero for ten with runners in scoring position? Yeah, I mean that's you're not going to win a lot of games like that, and it is. It is misleading to say, oh, look, they scored seven runs. That should be good enough. That was not a seven-run offensive output. No, I what, mean, what that was is that somebody who bet the over wound up winning when they shouldn't have, is what that was. But, you know, I, I, I there's nothing to worry about with these guys. I just, I just think that you could manage things a little better and give yourself a better opportunity. That's all in games like this. But, again, it's not a big deal. Um, but Grink, Grinky did give up. He gave up. Eight hits through five innings. That ain't great. It's not great. I mean, you're you're, you're lucky. But you're, you're lucky that you would only giving up three runs if you're giving up eight hits. But he, he battles out of that stuff a lot when he's and he he wasn't sure. It's the Orioles. You know, yeah. yeah. If it's, if he had done that against the Padres, I'd probably pull him. Well, but the Orioles having eight hits off of you and including a home run, uh, that's concerning. Yeah, they are. They were like you said, they're the Orioles. But if I if I can't get at least six out of that guy against this team. To where I'm not having to use Taylor and Belak and and guys like that. I mean Taylor's at least okay, but it just it it didn't make a lot of sense to me. I I would have left him out there at least to start the inning, and if he's still getting beat up, great. But you you don't have your best relievers available. No, so and your best relievers ain't even like no, they're not. No, but none of them are. But you'd rather see them than scrub and Belak. Sure, but, but I don't think I don't. I mean I don't know. I don't know that you would have seen. Like if they if Ryan Presley were available, would he have pitched in? Not the way it played out, but I also think that once you tie it up, maybe it's different. You know, um, like it's it, again, like when it's like, four four. It's four to four going into the ninth. You also have to put yourself in the manager's shoes there and say, well, it's Baltimore. If we can't if we can't let Ryan Presley sit tonight in a tie game, when are we going to be able to let Ryan Presley? sit? Well, but then you also. You don't have Javier, who could have probably kept it where it was. You don't have Stanek, who could probably have kept it where it was. 
I mean, there's no reason to not have all three of those guys is yeah. what I'm saying. And and that kind of goes back a couple days. But yeah, I, I just I, I just it's it's no big deal. It's one loss to a bad team. But the the, the bats really since that first game in Detroit have really not been delivering. And well, with the it, exception of the like the bottom of the order, the guys we consider scrubs, those guys yeah. are those guys are hidden. Yeah, but the you know, on a whole and they weren't going to keep hitting like they were hitting, just like they weren't going to keep losing series to the Rangers like they did right. early in the season. But, you know, that, that one was just frustrating because I think you could uh, I think you could have gotten away with uh, with a win there against that team. But, you know, I'm glad I didn't bet on, on them. I'm, I wish I'd bet against More them. importantly, Domingo Leyva gets a hit. <laughs> so he's uh, even now one, one for 30 on the season. You were a winner on that one. Damn, why, Congratulations. Why, well, no, I, but I, I, I was only going to bet it if I was getting like plus 120. Oh, well. So, damn. yeah, I mean, I my, my first thought was that, yeah, at some point you'll get that hit. And especially I'd, I'd rather I'd rather if I'm looking for a guy like that to get his first hit, I'm hoping it's against either a guy with those 60 miles an hour or the Astros bullpen. Yeah. You feel pretty good about it. But regardless, um, 713-780-ESPN. I guess maybe my other concern would be, I mean, Belak obviously stunk last night. How long were you planning on sticking with him? Like, how, how bad were you going to let it get once he's, once you knew that he was kind of not with it? I mean, the guy, he got four guys out. He gave up four hits and a walk. Like, you got to have a better ratio than that. Yeah. Especially in the bullpen. I mean, like, if a starter goes out and do that, does that, at least you got chance a chance to recover. Right. The uh, ninth inning, that's yeah, tough. That's, that's not where, unless you've got a 15-4 to four lead, in, in which case, okay, maybe you leave him out there for a little bit. Well, that's normally when you break out your relievers with right. six-plus ERAs, but the Astros, they have to do, they, sometimes they have to do it in a tie ball game. Yeah. And, well, it's not, yeah, it's not a big deal. I just, I kind of thought that, that, if you manage things a little differently yesterday and today, maybe you don't have to. Maybe you don't have to deal with it. You know, maybe you get maybe maybe you don't win yesterday, but you get the win today. And I'll be honest, what you saw out of I mean, and by this point, the game already felt like it was over. But when they brought Ralph Garza in, he didn't look bad. Yeah, like maybe maybe give him some more <laughs> high leverage innings. Well, I, I don't know. Remember- Just try something other than than Brooks Raley and Belak, Like, it doesn't yeah. work. And and Scrub, to be quite honest, he doesn't work either. Remember back in the day when they used to, like, they'd have somebody get hot, and then they would just ride that reliever until they started sucking, and they'd try somebody else? Yeah. Kind of wish they'd do that, except I don't know who's hot out there right now. But anyway, well, we've got a lot to get to. I, well, I, Ralph Garza yesterday <laughs> was hot. Send him out there Gave again. Gave up zero runs. So I, there was something you talked about yesterday that we never got to that i'd like to get to next segment okay if that's okay yeah involving the uh u.s men's basketball team all right uh for the, for the olympics and a couple other olympic things to bring up i mean i only care about stuff like basketball and hockey which it looks like they're not going to do again next year which kind of pisses me off but i i'm intrigued by the basketball team so let's take a very quick break don't go anywhere it's the blitz on espn 97.5 
is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. Let me tell you about TGS Insurance. If you are looking for a way to save money on your homeowner's insurance, TGS says, well, there's a great way. And, and the average customer with TGS saves over $900 a year. So if you could save that kind of money, well, why the heck wouldn't you? And that's the TGS knows that you're you're thinking the same thing. So what they've done is they they only work with a rated insurance companies. So you're not going to like you know have worse coverage or something like that. They're going to take care of you. And they've already shopped the insurance prices in your home. All you've got to do is send a text. You text the word money to twenty three twenty three twenty three. They'll reply back and ask for your address. You send that, and within fifteen seconds you'll have a full and firm insurance quote right there in your phone. And if you like it, cool. Start saving money right now. If you don't like it, cool. Throw away the text and there's no obligation. Chances are good you're going to save money, though. Like I said, I saved over $1,000. It's simple, it's quick, and it's great insurance. Text the word money to 232323. Get started today with TGS. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. Happy Tuesday. All right, you wanted to get to this yesterday, and we never did. Yeah. So let's not mess around. Let's get to it. So I was thinking about this the other day when they, they announced the, the final roster for Team USA, the basketball team. And it made me wonder if guys in the NBA just don't care as much about being on Team USA as it seems like they did maybe 8, 12, 16, 20 years ago. And and again, no offense to some of these guys that are on this roster. And there are some superstars. Yeah. Kevin Durant, Dame Lillard, Bradley Beal, Jason Tatum, Devin Booker. I uh, hope he gets that mask off by then. Then you get into, there's some stars. Zach Levine, uh, Bam Adebayo, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Draymond Green, Jeremy Grant, Kevin Love. It's not a bad team. Right. And they're, they are a heavy favorite to win the, the gold medal, rightfully so. But I could make a starting five out of the guys that they could have had <laughs> who either passed or are rehabbing an injury or just did, didn't want to be on the team. Like, it, well, you can give and, me, you can give me would, two Lakers right off the way, right off the bat, and I'll be able to compete. And uh, you've got and a, and a guy LeBron, from the Warriors, Anthony Davis, Steph Curry, James Harden. Uh, I, I mean, you've got a, a Demar Derozan. Um, you've got a squad of guys who Donovan Mitchell who passed, um, that are, I mean, legit superstars. Say, eh, no thanks. Um, Kyrie Irving out. Um, Russell Westbrook, no thanks. Kimball Walker. The, the the list goes on and on of these guys who are passing, and I get it. Uh, some and you know there's some guys who are like 
Well, Trey Young, there's another one. Trey yeah. Young's another guy that that you could put on that team. Um, Although he Ju- might be dead now. Julius Randle, who you know had a had a breakout year, but I wonder if these it, and maybe it's old hat or maybe it's just well maybe and maybe there's some people who are like oh it's COVID it's not going to be the same experience maybe I I I I'll give some of them that especially since they're having all kinds of trouble in Tokyo they've already got athletes coming down with it but it felt like. In years past, you basically had to rip a spot out of the cold, dead hands of the players because they were like, I'm going. I, I, I want on this team. It was like a battle to get on that team. And really, everybody was trying to build a second dream team, which is it's, it's impossible. Right. Um, but everybody wanted to be a part of it. And now it just feels like there's a lot of people who are like, meh. Well, eh, okay. I... I have a couple theories on this. When you first started the Dream Team concept, everybody wanted to be a part of that from marketing perspectives. Yep. Uh, it, it, it raised your profile. It helped you sell stuff. And plus, you got a rare opportunity to play with those guys. And I think that's uh, something that's kind of gotten lost in that after a while, it's just like, ah, oh, well, this isn't that big a deal. I've already gotten my $200 million Adidas contract. I really don't need to be out there uh, trying to build things up with the Olympics. And I think it's short-sighted. For the same reason, I think it's very short-sighted that the NHL is is contemplating not going again, especially them, because it is incredible publicity for their league and a great opportunity to showcase. And it's more interesting there because you got about five countries that are really good. Yeah. And so if the USA does great, then, you know, you're – that's just even better. It raises the profile of that. I think basketball is being a little short-sighted because I don't think basketball realizes that it's it's sliding down that path toward hockeydom. Or baseballdom. Yeah, and that people get into the Olympics because you're playing for your country. And, you know, we may not hear Simone Biles' name for three years. Now, here we do because she lives here. Right. But... You know what? Everybody in the world is going to know who Simone Biles is. Well, I mean, does it, and, and there's going to be new stars every year. Right. There'll be a whole bunch of people that we have no idea who they are. And if you become that star, then there's a lot of money in it for you. Like, it, I mean, does anyone who know who the next Michael Phelps is? Does anyone know who the great hope for USA Swimming is? Or who the next Katie Ledecky is? Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's... Like, who who heard no of her? Idea. Who heard of her before, what, eight years ago? When or she came or Carrie Strug is a great example Carrie Strug was like probably the the fifth best gymnast on her team and became the biggest star out of all of them because of one moment. And I, I would imagine at this point is a, a billionaire somewhere because, because of that moment. And now it's different because every one of these guys in the NBA are already millionaires. Yeah. And they're going to be millionaires whether they go to the, the Olympics or not. But you also your ceiling is pretty high, you know. Well, I but I also don't know if since the dream team in their defense, I don't know that they'll get that same push that everybody else gets in that. But I, I think it would be some really goodwill right now towards a lot of casual fans who have lost interest in the NBA because of all the political stuff and everything else that's gone on, and the fact that they played way too many games by playing back to back seasons. I think it would be some really goodwill if. LeBron James were to go over and represent the United States of America and have that USA on his jersey. And I guess with like LeBron and and Anthony Davis, like clearly they're 
bodies didn't react well to the shortened season and or the the condensed off season, I guess. Right, and, and that's and maybe they're not going to be healthy enough anyway. And Anthony Davis, especially with his history, and like James Harden, you know, if James Harden was so lame in the, in, it, it, how would it look for James Harden if he came up a zero in, in at the end of the playoffs? And then he was like, okay, I'm going off to play with Team USA now. Yeah, and, and if he was actually healthy and played well there, it would look really bad. So I, I get, I mean, in, when you look at it on an individual basis, but it sure doesn't seem like it matters to a lot of these guys anymore. And I, I think there's a lot of reasons for it. And it's just, uh, and, and don't get me wrong, the team you're sending over there, no, They're gonna ex- win. no excuse for them to lose If, if they do lose, then oof. Yeah. And, and Popovich isn't going to let that team lose. But it's, it's definitely... Yeah, and and they also, I think USA Basketball has done some weird stuff, like you know where they had the developmental college guys on there for a while. Yep, and you know it, it's it doesn't feel like they've made it the made it a goal for these guys to want to be a part of it. And you know, I don't know. I mean, I think it's uh, in hockey dance. Did you guess it would take USA Basketball getting embarrassed and not meddling for the best players to participate? Well, that's already happened. If you remember, that's why he went yeah. back to using these guys, and they had to create a whole Team USA and a developmental program and go to uh, Coach K and Popovich and those guys. Just remember, uh, I think, was it Rudy that coached a bronze medal team? I could be mistaken about that. but they, Might have been. They went out, and, and that team had second-tier NBA stars and lost to, like, Lithuania, if I'm not mistaken. And, um, you know, it's – so that's – that's what got them to this, and you may be right. They may, and that's actually a really good question because maybe they have to go out and lose for USA Basketball to say, "Okay, guys, we need our best dudes." And yeah, you know, I, I, I am curious, but uh, I do think that uh, I, I think it's lost its luster for a lot of guys, and I don't blame them this year, man. They, I don't even know that they should be having Olympics. I really don't. I know they pushed it back a year. But it's still bad in Tokyo. And, and it's it's hard for me to grasp some of this stuff because I kind of feel, well, I mean, it's dead to me. I don't care about here. But, like, even even London's having some problems again. And, like, Hong Kong cut off flights from London or from Great Britain in, entirely. So, you know, it, it's – so I get that if it's part of it. But I don't know that it is. I, I just don't think it's that big a – and plus – and maybe, boy, you tack on all this basketball that they've had to play. Because it's almost been nonstop since this time last year, right? Yeah. Especially for LeBron and Davis, who, who won the finals. Maybe it is too much. And, and so I, I, I get it in individual doses. But I also think it is part of a bigger problem. And I, thought, I think it's a good thing to bring up. We, we're still 1-1 here. I think we may get another penalty kick shootout. That'd well, be fun. It says on Twitter.com, Sweden's Danielson was sent off in extra time. Uh-oh. Does that mean he's been kicked out of the game? Uh, yeah, he must have got yes. a... He, he, and Sweden has to play with 10 men. Yeah. Ooh. So he either got a red card or a second yellow. Red card. Well, okay. and if it gets to the uh, to the the penalty kicks, Sweden only gets four shots. Ukraine gets five. That's a very, very big differentiator. I made that rule up, by the mm. way. I don't think that's actually true. No, that's so basically totally they're, trying, they're trying to penalty kill right now. Then is what yeah, you're saying. It, right yeah. now they're just trying to get it to the kicks is probably their best bet. No, so, no matter what, he can't come on and kick. Now, which one's Sweden? The blue and yellow team or no, the, yellow the yellow and blue, and blue team? Blue. No, yellow. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't. This I know it's confusing because <laughs> those are 
the country. They're just reverse jerseys. Like, honestly, yes. they're showing the fans, and I couldn't tell who was who. It looks like one, it looks like a home kit and an away kit. Like that's what it looks like. Hmm. The last names usually end with an ECK for Ukraine. Okay. And all the the Swedish players are like S O N. Okay. Danielson, Ericsson, stuff like that. Okay, got it. At least that's what I've noticed in the three players I've seen. Yeah, UK. And they all look like uh blonde white guys. So yeah. this is Yeah, uh, this this is the palest game I've seen. Yeah. There, there is one black guy on the pitch. And uh for Sweden. He's the ref. No, oh. no, no, he's not the ref. They have they have one. And uh yeah, so um Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six, and and by the way, the uh, the earlier game, England crushed your Germans. Did they two nil? Ooh, actually, it wasn't a crushing. It was a damn good game that was really close and really tight, and both teams played very well. England took advantage of their two opportunities, and the Germans did not. So, uh, I, I I I can identify with England because they're a lot like the Maple Leafs. They won a World Cup in the sixties. And haven't really won anything since. And they're always supposed to be really good, and they always choke. It doesn't help that half the German team wandered off onto a different field and started playing the, the opponent they thought they had next week. Mm, yeah. Um, so, somebody said COVID in Japan's only relatively bad. They have less cases and deaths per day than the U.S. Yeah, but you're also bringing people from every country, including places where it is really bad, into one place. And I, I just don't know that it's the best idea. Uh, everybody's talking about this this new variant, I guess the Delta variant. Like, well, it spreads a lot more with people who haven't been vaccinated. So that's all, whatever you guys want to do. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm done with it. I'm, I mean, can't get, ain't, ain't no Rona on me. <laughs> I mean, what, what's the worst thing that's going to happen if, if somehow I get it again? Like this time I cough twice st- yeah. instead of once. All right, let's take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5 live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios? Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman. Tonight, oh, and we're back on the Blitz. Sorry, we're immersed in this thrilling two-one Ukraine game. Ukraine just got the goal to take the lead. Sweden with ten guys and what three minutes of stoppage time to well, try to. Well, they've got, I think. They got like three minutes to try to tie this, right? Yeah, but I think they, I think uh, Ukraine scored with like forty-five seconds left. Okay, so we're in the stoppage time. Yeah, and they they did have to do video review, which is very controversial. Not offside. So seven one three seven eight zero ESPN's an hour seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. If you want to get in, and should, do we even need to address the quote Kevin Love controversy? With this team, like why is Kevin Love on the team? Well, no, what uh, Jalen Rose? What Jalen Rose said. Oh, I didn't hear what Jay, what Jalen Rose say about it. Aaron, go ahead and tell him. Be my guest. Uh, Jalen Rose called Kevin Love a token white guy and said, and basically made racial implications of why they had to send Kevin Love with the team and they shouldn't 
instead of just sending a team full of African American players. What? And then he, I think he started walking is, it back recently when he got torched. When everybody was like, oh, Kevin Love is still a, like, did you see the guys who dropped out? Kevin Love is still among some of the best ones on that team. You got to, like, race doesn't have anything to do with it. Whoever's going to show up and try to win a gold medal. Here's here's what he said. But this level of, and I got a word for it, Kevin Love is on the team because of tokenism. Don't be scared to make an all-black team representing the United States of America. America. I'm disappointed by that. Anybody that watched the league this year knows Kevin Love did not have a stellar season, was not the best player on his team, and did not necessarily deserve to be on this squad. And I'm not, I'm not going to take him off the squad and put somebody else on it. I'm going to tell you whose spot that should be. But this level... Is he going to tell you whose spot it should he be? He says that, but then here but we then go. he doesn't. But at this level, I got a word for it. Kevin Love is on the team because of tokenism. Don't be scared to make an... Yeah, I mean, come on, man. Come on. There should be a young man that was born in the Bahamas... That is a McDonald's All-American playing high school and college in Phoenix, Arizona. DeAndre Ayton should have Kevin Love's spot. Okay. And I'm disappointed in Team USA for not having the courage to send an all-black team to the Olympics. Let's, um, let, let's, do, let's do a little exercise here that you may find interesting. And by the way, DeAndre Ayton, born in the Bahamas. <laughs> but oh, I digress on that. No, he, he did say that, born in the Bahamas, but I think he's okay. U.S. citizen now, if I'm not mistaken. Here's the 2016 U.S. Olympic men's basketball team, and I want you to tell me who the white guy is. Carmelo Anthony? No. Harrison Barnes? Not quite. Jimmy Butler? No. DeMarcus Cousins? No. DeMar DeRozan? Not really. Kevin Durant? No. Paul George? No. Draymond Green? Definitely not. Kyrie Irving. Mm, well, I mean, I, we could have some conspiracy theories since it's a flat earth guy, but I got to go and no. DeAndre Jordan. No. Kyle Lowry. No. Clay Thompson. Mm, no. Okay. So, so, they were, so you're telling me the USA is scared to send an all black team to the Olympics, Jalen? Hmm. Shame. Interesting. It seems like they just sent an all-black team to the Olympics. The, the things people will say to get attention these days. And listen, Kevin Love is is not what he once was, certainly. But he's also the only big on that team, if you even want to call him a big. And that's another question. I don't know if they're taking, like, a, if they if they built their team intentionally small. But well, I, I I mean that's part of it with the international rules and the wider lanes. It, it makes more sense to have a smaller, quicker team. I guess Bam is a big Bam. Yeah. It, it, he, so to me, and and correct me if I'm wrong. Greg Popovich is the guy who makes the final selections, right? I believe so. That's what I understand it as. So if that's the case, Jalen Rose is calling Greg Popovich a racist. Okay. I mean, Scottie Pippen is now calling Phil Jackson a racist. So apparently the greatest coaches in NBA history are all racist. Old, older white guys. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get that. I don't, I don't think anyone was afraid to send an all-black team. I, that's, not, uh, that's not something that was even... And here, here's the other thing. They announced back in March... The 57 finalists for the Olympic men's team. Yeah. 
Guess who wasn't one of the 57 finalists? DeAndre Ayton. Like, it, Jay, that's the worst part about guys like Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose has a he's, team full of guys no, who I don't research think, I don't even think he's a... Uh, I still think he's a Baham, Bahamas citizen. I don't even think he's a U.S. citizen. Bahamian? Bahamian. Bahamian. Yeah. I don't even know if that's now, the word. I just, yeah, and... It's not like Puerto Rico, right, where you are a U.S. No, citizen. The Bahamas no, does, it's not, we, we got their own country. Yeah, we don't have like uh, our own air bases and stuff down there, do we? I mean, we've got air bases in all kinds of other well, places, but I don't think we have one in the Bahamas. Yeah, so, I mean, how, why do you even bring that up? That's, that's an odd name to bring up. Now, are there guys that, that some other names that you could have, uh, Miles Turner or, uh, like, there, there's a, a big man, Andre Drummond. A black big man. Montrez Harrell, you could have said his name. Dwight Howard, you could have said. But Also, how many of those guys got a phone call and said, yeah, no thanks? That's the other thing. We don't because know. We don't, they don't announce when you've been invited, probably personally, by Popovich, and you just tell them on the phone, no, nah, I don't want to. Yeah. It's the guys who were on the team who dropped out, like a James Harden, that we find out, oh, they just they don't want to do it right now. Mm. Yeah, I... I... I just don't. I don't get it. And so we said Jalen Rose should just play the I'm hacked card. Uh, that's already been used once this week by a colleague. He can't do it again. Didn't it also come straight from his mouth? Uh, yeah, this was. Well, sometimes your mouth gets hacked. I, I don't know if you know this, but especially those of us who've been chipped, sometimes the government just pushes a button to make us say exactly what they want us to say. You know, they, they've got this this whole uh yeah, you you remember the Dark Knight where he had all those cell phone things? See, they kind of have that, but they they punch on the keyboard and it makes you say whatever they want, right? So if they want to get me in trouble, they'll get me to come out and say something really horrible, and they could do it to you too, all of us, because we have that chip. Here's another thing that, that may have been a deciding factor in carrying Kevin Love. Outside of Kevin Durant, nobody on the roster has more international experience than Kevin Love, and all the guys who have the most international experience. LeBron, Chris Paul, Steph Curry, Kyrie Irving. Those, those guys weren't. So they Paul's weren't on there, right? No, Chris Paul's not on the team. I thought he was. Devin Booker is, not Chris Paul. Hmm. Chris Paul's hamstring isn't going to make it over there anymore. Well, no, I mean, he, he's, he's going to break before this is over with. But, um, you know, I, and I, I could have swore he was on there. Nope. Lillard, Holiday, Beal, Booker, Levine are the guards. Yeah, okay. So uh, yeah, I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I, and I don't. I don't think he would hold up. He's having a hard time holding up now. Bernardo says Clay is mixed, so it doesn't count. Mm. So are you telling me Clay Thompson is the token white guy? Because I got news for you, Bubba. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> mm. You're not allowed to say that. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Uh, uh, somebody on Twitch said. The 2000 team was all black, so let's go through this and check. Sharif Abdul-Rahim? No. Black. No. Ray Allen? Also black. No. Vin Baker? Black. Vince Carter? Black. Kevin Garant? Garnett? Kevin Garant? That's Garant. A, Garant. That's a made-up person. But that's yes, a, nope. Kevin Garnett was black. That was black. the inventor of the Actually, Kevin the Garnett is still black, but yes. Uh, <laughs> Tim Hardaway? Yes, black. Allen Houston? Black. Jason Kidd? Black. Antonio McDyess. Black. Alonzo Mourning. Black. Gary Payton. Black. And Steve Smith. Black. Okay. We gotta, this is, you've got to do some kind of a research if you're going to make a statement like that. No, that you the don't. The USA is, is afraid. 
Like that, that pisses me off, man. Like I don't know. Uh, we we've got enough racial division in this country. And really that that's a a slap in the face to Kevin Love who I mean, did Kevin Love have the best season? No, certainly not. But does he deserve like deserve to be called the token white guy? Uh, yeah, I, that I, doesn't seem right to and, me. And of course, now he's had to come back and apologize because well, he should he's be getting roasted. But man, because that wasn't he it, again. Now, if he had, if he was a comedian and had said that, I wouldn't tell it, him to apologize. If it's a joke, yeah. But he wasn't joking. No, and, he, and that's. That's the problem. It really is that that you know, we have real racial issues to discuss in this country. This ain't one of them. I, I don't know what's wrong with people. I really don't. It's like, hey, let's just say whatever to get attention. Well, guess what? You got it. Congratulations, sir. Yep. But it, but when you do stuff like that, when you do stuff like Jay Williams did, you know what? When there's real issues to discuss, you know what happens? People go, I'm not listening to you. Yeah. Well, what if what if he what if he really did have a real issue now? Anybody gonna listen to Jalen Rose? No. No. All right. Quick break. It's the Blitz on ESPN 975925. Is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5? You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back. Summer Circuit broadcast will continue this week. Come enjoy cold drinks and a fun atmosphere live at the R-Bar this Friday from 1 to 7 p.m. Brought to you in part by LafayetteTravel.com. Want to get away this summer? Come register to win a two-day family getaway in Lafayette, Louisiana by LafayetteTravel.com. You can also register for a chance to win the other Summer Circuit giveaway, a Traeger Timberline 1300 Wood Pellet Grill from Texas Star Grill Shop. A $2,000 value. On top of the Summit Circuit Prizes, we'll be giving away gift cards for Rudy's Barbecue, LT Impo, Casa do Brazil, Charisma Wash, and other fine prizes throughout the event. All of this is brought to you by Houston's best FM Sports Radio, ESPN 97.5, and let's not forget 92.5. Come see us live this Friday, 1 to 7 at the R-Bar, located at 1302 Houston Avenue. Very cool place, very cool people running it. Uh, looking forward to getting out there. As, uh, you know, Not too many road shows left. Guys, better get out there. Just saying. All right. A um, couple things I kind of wanted to get to. Did you see what the Jimbo Fisher had to say about his guy, Kellen Mond? No. He thinks that uh, he's uh, in the perfect spot in Minnesota. I mean, it beats getting drafted by the Texans. Well, yeah. Uh, it, it, had that happened, I mean, because Cousins is under contract through 2022. To me, if you think the kid can play, and and I don't think he's I don't think he's a starting NFL quarterback, but at least he'll get a couple of years to develop. Uh, but he says being behind Kurt is a great veteran who's been productive. I think it's a perfect setup. Fisher said, 
I'm happy. I think Minnesota is one of the top organizations in the NFL. And I think that's very important where you go and play pro football. I think Zimmer's a great football coach, a great football mind. I do like Zimmer as a coach. I think it's a good organization. I don't know if it's one of the top organizations. I mean, they're kind of disappointing. They're, they're sort of, you know, more purple Texans before last year. But uh, I, I do think it's a good setup, right? I, I go and sit behind Cousins for two years. And if, if you actually develop into somebody you think can be the guy, then you'll be year three ready to rock and roll. Or Cousins gets hurt and you get some time and you find out whether he can play. I, I, I like him. I just He just seems too stiff to me to be an NFL quarterback. In that it, it's the physical skills are there. I just I just watch him and he, he looks too robotic to me. He looks like a more athletic Ryan Mallett. Yeah, uh, well, and uh, probably less of a an arm than than Ryan Mallett. Yeah, because Ryan Mallett, but more accurate, like a, more accurate. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Mallett had a cannon. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not crazy about him, but I, I've been wrong before. And but I I do think that Jimbo Fisher's right that the best thing Kellen Mond can do is sit behind a guy for a couple years and. Now, the, I think the only thing that would make it better is if he, if he were sitting behind a guy who the seat isn't already kind of hot for. Right, because that's that's where you can get forced into action way too soon. Yeah. If they get off to a bad start, I could see there being pressure to put Mond out there, and that's a recipe for failure. I mean, we've seen that a thousand times. So, oh, gee, that's what they said about Deshaun coming out. Look at him now, the stiffest. Okay. All right, you beat me to the Deshaun joke today. Uh, somebody said, now, if news would be if Jimbo had said something bad about Mon. Yeah, well, you're not going to say anything bad about your guy. No. But, I mean, I, I mean, he was asked about it, and I think, I think it's a good spot for him to land. I just, and then with all that stuff about the Texans allegedly wanting him, which I, I, I still don't know if it's true or not, it would make sense. But having said that, if I'm the Texans, I'd rather have, if I'm going to gamble on somebody, it's going to be, I'd rather gamble on Davis Mills, who I don't know what his upside is. Well, and you don't have to trade up for. Well, they, yeah, they used Apparently, to use a high pick. They would have had to trade up for mine. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm not saying that I would have, I, I, I wouldn't have taken any of these guys with the, if I were in the Texans' shoes, but I think the Texans certainly did the right move by, if they wanted Mond, they 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 did the prudent thing by not letting not not trading up to get him and just taking what came to them. And I think from their perspective, I think Mills is a better guy to have because we don't know if he's a total bust. He he might have he might turn into a really well. Good we don't know if Mond's a total bust. No, either. but I, I mean I think I think Mond. We've seen enough to know he he's played enough that you know what he is. He doesn't. I don't see an upside with him. I see a guy who might be a pretty damn good backup and, and fill-in starter in the league. I, I see Tyrod Taylor, uh, or even a case taller Case Keenum, that kind of guy. And that's not an insult for a guy who's a third-round pick, because those guys both outperform that. So, um, but Mills, in a perfect world, because he didn't play that many games and he was so highly regarded, and he does have all these tools, maybe you get lucky and get something. And in my mind, I'd rather have that than a guy who's you've already got on the roster. Who's right? Under. That's all. So, and 
Yeah, now, I don't think that's going to happen with Davis Mills. I don't. I don't know. I, I. But none of us have seen enough of him to really say, yeah, he's got no shot. So, um, I, I, so of all those guys, like like Kyle Trask, I think you would have uh, thrown into that conversation as well. But I mean, I I think the the one difference with Mond is I think I think he is he's experienced enough against the SEC. He's had success. Uh, he's he that team was better with him at quarterback than it would have been with somebody else. Those are all pluses, but I just don't know that. I, I just I don't visually see an NFL star there, and that's why I went in the third round. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure scouts felt the same way. So, oh, poor Marine Texans have a really good track record when it comes to quarterback. Um, well, but. So who are their drafted quarterbacks? And, and let's let's go to the O'Brien era. I think everything before that is because if we get into the Dave Ragones and things of that nature. So they drafted Tom Savage. Didn't work out. That's a fail, right? Yeah. They drafted Deshaun. That looked like it was going to be a success, but clearly now a fail no matter what. Um, That's pretty much your track record here. Yeah. So... And I mean, even if you go back to like what will like the modern era, it's like TJ Yates, Tom Savage. Mm. That that's 2011. Didn't TJ Yates win a playoff game? That's true. Many playoff games is is Tony Romo, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, in their history, they've drafted one quarterback who you would consider to have had a successful NFL career. Mm. I, I, I mean, David Carr made some money for a while. I, I guess that's considered successful, but a lot of the money he made was because he went number one overall. Right. Um, but they, they've missed a lot more often than they've hit. Well, and most teams have, if we go through that, I guarantee if we go look at the Patriots quarterbacks, they've drafted, they've had a couple of, of backups that they drafted that hit. There's a lot of Rohan Davies in there too. Sure. So everybody misses on quarterbacks. And so I said, Davis Mills is another Tom. Savage. Well, but the Patriots have never tried drafting a starting quarterback and, until no, recently, no, but I mean, but the point is, they're drafting guys who that might develop into something, yeah. and they had the luxury of being able to do that, which is a big difference. But they didn't, uh, you know, they didn't all work out. And I think every team's that way. They, everybody's got a bunch of misses. Look at the Patriots. I don't know what Jordan. I mean, not the Patriots, the Packers. I, I don't know what Jordan Love is, but I know what Brett Hundley was. Yeah, and who was the other kid they took out of Notre Dame? Um. I'm blanking on his name, but that's because he didn't work out either. So, uh, somebody says Davis Mills is another Tom Savage. Probably. Odds are, yeah. Deshaun Kaiser. Deshaun Kaiser, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But you don't know that, and I don't know that because we didn't see enough out of him. Tom Savage, we saw enough out of college, and the fact that he transferred to three different places is like, eh. But. That that is the only thing that I'm going to, and again, I'm trying to focus on the positive. Okay, the only thing I'll say is that that he he has such a small sample size, based on what he was supposed to be coming out of high school. There's still a chance he could turn into something. Small chance. If I'm putting percentages on it, probably seven percent. Is that fair? Yeah. If I wouldn't go and look at every quarterback, listen, his kind of background. Here's the thing: you we need to do with with davis mills is we just need to assume that davis mills is probably going to end up being a a backup in the nfl 
And if you set your expectation that the Texans drafted a backup quarterback with the third, mm. uh, their third round pick, except you can't do that because it was their first pick in the draft. That's why it was. It was. That's why it was so dumb. Yeah, it but, was uh, uh, Saint Nick's first draft pick. You have quarterback issues, so clearly you think higher of him than that. Although he's not a draft expert, I gotta, I gotta remind myself of that. You know, that's, I'm not a draft expert. Yeah. Keep keep in mind my be nice to everybody thing does not apply to That's not on the list. Not Nick Casario, Jack Easterby, or Cal McNair. I'm even gonna be nice to the air humper. Just until proven guilty, right? Okay. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's the Blitz on ESPN 975 ESPN 97.5.